on the edge of our galaxy. There is a battleground where alien warriors compete for the ultimate prize. I am champion! Will a human do battle in the arena? Now where is the challenger? Where humans have lost. You ever thought about the arena, Steve? It ain't gonna work. This guy's a human. What it takes to win. You're talking about arena fighting. It's not for me. You. You've got speed, you got muscle. People go right to the top. You're going to work for me. Nobody tells me what to do. Someone tried to poison you. Sorry, kid, but I'm afraid your fighting days are over. He's not going to get away with this. The fight is between me and Robo. You can win this fight. He won't beat Now we kill him. Arena. Come with us now, if you dare. Down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits? The Saturday Night Freak Show. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Colin. I'm surrounded by the internet radio superstars, including Travis Brent. This is Tom, guest star, and again, again, uh, still here, still and here, Gary. And every weekend, the freak show happens. Every Saturday night, we gather in a dank, dark basement. We watch a movie, and then we gather around a bar, drink a lot of booze and talk booze. about it for edification and listening enjoyment this week travis picked the movie travis what did you show us this week oh we watched uh charles bands and urban yoblin's uh arena arena there's, there's a lot of movies called arena so, <laughs> so you want the one from but the this is year. this is 89 by executive producer Charles Bland, B- B- Band and uh, yeah, B- 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 Erwin Yoblin. Yoblin. Okay, so he's famous for he produced Halloween, he produced the Halloween movies. Charles Band is famous for producing the Puppet Master and the Full Moon movies, all the Full Moon movies, even today, even like the really shitty ones that you look past, like Ragdoll, as opposed and, to yeah. the normally shitty ones, Graveyard Diggers, and like, well, Kill at, at this point in his career. Charles Band had uh, before this is before Full Moon Pictures. He yeah, had Empire Pictures, and he uh, I don't know how where the guy got this money or whatever, but he bought the uh, Dino De Laurentiis had a studio in Rome called I believe it was like Cinecetta or something like that. It basically means Cinema Studio, Ooh. and it was a city or Cinema City. All oh, right? cool. And so it was this whole production facility in Rome where they shot uh, Danger Diabolic, which we watched on the show. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh, Barbarella. Yeah. Barbarella's Barbarella. Awesome. Fellini actually shot, I think it was like uh, Satyricon ooh, ooh, or ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, what's ooh. the fucking Fellini movie, the Eight and a Half? Did we actually watch Barbarella on the free show? No. No, but we, no, we watched As a group, we watched, we watched Flash <laughs> Gordon. It's Flash Gordon with boobs. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So. Band bought this facility in the 80s and made Reanimator there, and he made Dolls there, I want to say, and he made uh, Arena and a couple other movies. Did in, uh, Charles Band help Brian Yuzna make them? This was, I, I want to say this is before he teamed up with Brian Yuzna. Did it, Brian Yuzna do Reanimator? Is that Brian uh, he Yuzna? may be like a producer on it. Yeah, but it's an Empire picture. Oh, really? Yeah. Because Richard Band, Charles's brother, did the music for both Arena, Tie-In, and Reanimator, and a bunch of these other... Yeah, yeah but see, Rich, this, this oh, movie... Oh, Richard Band did? Travis... Yes. Travis proposed this movie to to uh, us with the title of the, t- the slug line of <laughs> Space Boxing. It's how you know you've got the right arena if it's about boxing in space. Sam Graves in it, you got the wrong movie. If he said when it went once, he said like space boxing and Rocky in space. 
I was fucking sold, dude. I was like, I was dope. Well, like, okay, on the past, shit, probably the past few podcasts, we've kind of talked about how when you get into these sci-fi movies or you get into any fantasy movie and you like it so much, you get into the whole universal aspect of it where you all oh, shit, you know, like... Let's get past the evil empire and the, and the prophecies and the, the really special shit. The, the normal things that are in Let's most just sci-fi. Do so. They always make it, you're only going to yeah. see sci-fi if it's the most absolute right. special fucking thing going I on I just want to see a movie about pod racing. Uh, uh, you know, and, and this movie—it's just about really? boxing. It's about space it's about racing. a space station that has that has like fucking intergalactic space boxing with different aliens. And uh, one of the reasons this movie catches my imagination is I've always loved the storyline, and uh, like Green Lantern comics share the same thing—the idea that. Oh, humans! Humans have never like exceeded in this, but right. like, oh, just the willpower of this one human is going to like shake the foundations of what we know, yeah. and like, and I don't know, it just captures my imagination. Like, yeah, once we, once we humans get into the vastness of space, we'll be so fucking like unimportant, or we'll feel so small because God knows what other races or what other technologies well, are out there. Well, so, you hit it good with Green Lantern because in the Green Lantern Corps, the humans are considered scum when Hal Jordan first comes out to become a Green Lantern. Yeah, the Earth is like, Earth is so young. It's, yeah, not, so considered, it's not considered worthy of joining the rest of the intergalactic society. And this is almost like 2001 Space Odyssey is about us joining yeah. the intergalactic world. And like, so, so uh, this movie's always just catching my imagination when it comes down to that aspect. And, um, the space boxing, yeah, just like in the most Isley scene, you got all these aliens sitting in a bar, and people get so interested in these each individual aliens, and uh, like even how minute uh, either one of the characters can be. You know, I like that idea of like let's focus in on like something small that would happen in the cosmos, something mm. like yeah, there's boxing. It's just a sports thing. It's just a whatever. And uh, uh, the idea of this movie is that. Aliens can fight on equal terms because they have a handicap beam that, you know, equals their power. If some of them have cybernetic enhancements or or just whatever. Some of them are huge, uh, just huge uh, creatures. So the, these handicap beams equal it out. And uh, uh, the movie pretty much starts with, we have a champion named Horn who, guess what? And he looks like Jason X. Anybody? Anybody? He kind of looks, but Jason X looks like him. Okay. The idea that he's half a cyborg, he's like complete down the center, half a fucking cyborg, half a weird alien creature. Yeah, furry alien. Jason doesn't have any horns. And Jason is that fur. But the cybernetic half, sorry, the cybernetic half half looks like Super Dave. It does. So this guy's like, he's like the champion of the fucking cosmos. And of course. does he fit? Fight early on. It's, he, it's, it's Spinner. It's a like guy named Spinner. Yeah, Spinner. But he looks like Danger Bo Robinson, right? Yeah, well, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's like a mix between Robbie him or is that Robbie the Robbie the Robot yeah. creature? But you remember the Black Hole? The movie, the Disney I don't movie remember the Black Hole. Had these little robots. I can't remember what they were called. They flew around the Dude, ship. No one remembers fucking Black Hole. Yeah, I'm saying nobody remembers Black Hole. Fucking no one remembers that. I actually remember this because didn't Star Wars come out around the same time as the Black Hole? Black Hole was a couple years later. It was Maximilian came out fucking robot. They were on the Cygnus, it was no man. Look, don't pick on the soon to retire side of the Christ. table. Oh, <laughs> I remember it. If, if you remember out there, if listeners out there, if you remember it, right into us. <laughs> I remember the black holes. Oh, oh, okay, let, let Colin and me know we weren't the only ones yeah. alive when it came out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Right. Anyway, so uh, looks like we're over from the black. So we come in on our our hero Steve Armstrong <laughs> that's working at like a fucking space Hardee's or it looks like some sort of a diner. Number seven done for. Well, he keeps soul. on. He's watching. He's watching the the you know the boxing. He's, he's a watching shitty employee. Well, because everybody, well everybody, they're so infatuated. Tom has got to be management. This is the second time he has called out shitty workers. Well, that hey, the yeah. forearm guy because there's a forearm guy. I mean, we this crew. Yeah, I know. It's like, this movie sucks because that guy was never able to successfully deliver 
uh, is fast food. So the customers. fast it was owned by Shorty, right? That's the only name Shorty. we know him by. Right? Yeah, Shorty is a forearmed yeah. alien. The forearm, which of course is the classic. Like you either have two dummy arms. Or you got like a guy standing but, behind. But I will give yeah. you for the supposedly having two dummy arms. They were pretty animated. They were. They always, and I'm sure it was somebody behind him with another set yeah, of arms, yeah. but it looked awesome. Well, it really I, did. I think they really yeah. chose like sometimes they had like let's say uh, one real arm was like the top left. A dummy arm was the bottom left. Where where a shot. dummy arm was the top right and a real arm was the bottom right. Where they kept switching it around. That yeah. way they really kept How it keep like... The illusion going. Yeah, they yeah. didn't just have the two bottom arms be the dummy yeah. fucking arms. But sometimes it, it was all four doing something. Yeah, yeah that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, in the yeah, close that's where I think someone yeah. was behind him. Man. In the close-ups there was somebody behind him. Yeah. yeah, and they always had something like figured out. Like if he was doing a deck of cards or you know they always had this really nice like it was it was such an easy train it's one of those simple special effects that would be so fucking easy to do but just the idea that they went ahead and did it you look past it but it's like eh shit you know I thought they did it you know yeah, really yeah. well and that's like the strong thing that this movie has going for it. If you've seen this movie, or <laughs> it's like okay, you know, hey, you know, it's a fun movie. It's a but what it has going for it is uh, what I like to call the Screaming Mad George crew, and the Screaming Mad George crew involves Steve Wang, which Steve Wang worked on the uh, original Predator costume, mm. and then Screaming Mad George. They went on to do like if you've seen yeah, uh, Giver, did they do Nightmare Four. I, okay, maybe you like. We'll have to look. We'll have to look that up because I know yeah, they did. I know they did like the Giver, Giver one and Giver two, Dark Hero. Yeah, because I mean that was really. I mean that's how I follow. I followed Steve White. I was like Predator is so fucking awesome. And he's trying to learn these other movies. He did. He's like, yeah, you, you know, there's, you can't yeah. get too far, but still, it's so like he you worked can, for Stan Winston Studios and for Predator. Yeah. But you could tell. You could tell his quality of work, though. I won't yeah, say, even yeah. for a like a low budget movie, yeah. it's like holy shit. Well, they still pull off some good creatures for a low budget well, that's, movie. Yeah, that's actually the thing that I think is the most standout about this movie. I mean, again, I didn't know anything about it before tonight watching this thing, and I'm like the the makeups. I mean, the the uh, the not horn. Well, yeah, what's Horn? Horn has like an animatronic head. Well, but he has, like, he's, he's got, he has three, got a he mouth has three that horns that's articulated. One's cybernetic. The one on the bottom. Yeah, but he has a, he has a mouth that's yeah. articulated. Uh, Blinking you know, like eyes. Other guys have mouth, like you know they have these pretty decent. Uh, I mean, decent. I'm mean, like Star Wars yeah, quality. Slug was my favorite. Uh, we- Weasel was really uh, me- makeup was really well and done. And he's played by Armin Shimmerman, Shimmerman who was the uh, he was Quark on Star Trek. The Ferengi bartender. Yeah. Yep. And he was also the the principal for a couple seasons of the, Buffy the, the Vampire. Cricket, the, the cricket. The well, cricket. Slug. That's slug. Slug. Well, that was just... Okay, so it's this gigantic... I mean, it stands taller than a man, you know, and it's like... uh it, it looks like a giant cricket. Right. Uh, He's got the two, the two legs. Well, I love how they had to right. spray yeah. down before yeah. the fight. They yeah. keep me moist. Keep it was, that was a cool... Yeah, yeah. that's a very good, uh, you know, suit slash puppet thing. Yeah, it is. Is really good. I mean, I would say, like, this is something you would see in, like, a Star Wars movie. It's a step above, and this is what you were saying earlier, you know, it's like, you like these stories that you take place what? outside of the... the I see this movie better than Real Steel. I, I, I'll is totally say Is it every movie better than Real yeah, Steel? Yeah, is it every movie better than... <laughs> well... You but know, I'm glad you touched on that. I do want to go back to that later. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is, like, uh, on, you know, uh, Star Trek any one of the Star Treks that were running uh, on Babylon 5, which this has a connection to because Claudia Christian uh, is in this movie. It yep. was on Babylon 5. Yep. Like, they would have, like, an individual episode of those shows would be, like, somebody from our crew got kidnapped by this race that likes to throw people into an arena, and now they have to fight The Rock. I think The Rock on, like, Voyager had to fight, like, Seven or Nine, or whatever the fuck. Really? Or Chakotay, or, you know, one of those deals. Yeah. So, I mean, this was a plot. This is, you know, these type of movies are, they've all been done as, like, episodes of these long-running science fiction shows. But because it's a movie, and they've got, you know, a little bit better budget, 
They're able to spend more time. They're able to put in a montage. Yeah. I mean, I would say almost all their <laughs> budget. Good music. I mean, it's, Where to was me, Survivor? It seems like a lot of their budget went to the costumes. They had to. I mean, the costumes were so, compared to everything else, the costumes were fantastic. Well, when they yeah. had Jade sing, that's, yeah, they blew all well, their budget on something else, because. Better than. Say, Howard like the, Berger, makeup application on Freddy Krueger, Kevin Yeager Productions. So he's part of. Christopher oh, Biggs. Burger, he was, he's yeah, the K&B. He's the... Uh, oh, he's a... Oh, yeah. That was Freddy Four. Freddy Four. Yeah. So are we looking at Arena? Oh, no, like, no. I was trying oh, to figure out... <laughs> I like reading things to the public. I don't know what I'm reading. <laughs> Just throw it out there. Now you know. Brent, who, who, who did you say was the Arena guy? Uh, it's Steve Wang. Okay. Steve, Steve Wang. Wang. I'm sorry about that. But Sensei Tom, the movie about pod racing, uh, Star Trek yeah. Voyager, there's an episode where they do have a race-based episode where, like, uh, one of the characters is a pilot and wants to race and they, they find this intergalactic race or whatever in the it's like a like, weird analogy when i was sweet. playing uh, i remember when i was playing uh, grand theft auto 3 like uh, what i was more addicted to in the game than the actual game was going to the the horse track and like just trying to like oh. win shit tons of money <laughs> off of far out odds and like so it is the idea that like yeah even though you got this whole universe to explore God knows it's like it's kind of nice to kind of like hey let's look look at it's almost in a way looking at a little character drama you yeah, know I mean yeah, yeah, yeah it's not like so fucking thought out or anything like that but it's still like. When you got this huge universe that God knows how many like mythologies can exist in this universe, no matter how many like different planets or different whatever, all they're doing is focusing on the fact that hey, aliens box in space and it's broadcast so, on TV. And- <laughs> so you found a way to escape in your escape from reality. That, that's what it sounds like. It's just yeah. cool. No, it's cool. I, I think that's it's yeah. Because like you said, you got the whole big universe. It's enjoying the simple thing. Little, it's the yeah, same exactly. way. It's the same way. It's the same way. Um, previously, in, in other podcasts, we talk about movies that take uh, uh, a social commentary. It's the same way. It's like okay, I could talk about uh, civil rights, but. But mask it in mutants and monsters. Yep. And this is the same way. I could take a boxing sports movie or whatever. Same like Teen Wolf, right? Teen Wolf takes a fucking basketball movie and coats it in this werewolf analogy of a of a guy's of being aggressive. Well, and the guy being the show off, and then he yeah. tones it down yeah. for the whole so, team. Yeah. So this just like you know, it's just a nice little like. Oh man, we're just gonna grow this. Pocket corner of the universe. Mm-hmm. Watch these guys fight. You know, then it has uh, man versus monster, man I mean, versus fucking well, machines. Well, I think, like, I think you're right. Yeah, this this movie, in, in, in especially with the intro, because they have a ship go by that looks like the uh, the bird of prey. Oh no, the, the, the Carillion Corvette, Car dist- uh, yeah. Carillion dist- Corvette with the back. Yeah. So I mean, like oh. the blockade runner. So it's. It looks the way this movie is presented with the aliens and like a lot of scenes that kind of represent like the most icely. Uh, and they got an alien that looks like the Mon Calamari. They got a lot of aliens that look like uh, like the aliens from the Cantina scene. So like yeah. um, just like on a base level because they don't really identify where this universe is. This could be, for all intents and purposes, in the Star Wars universe. It could, right? Yeah, and yeah. Well, it's the thing too. Sorry for you. Well, I'm sure that it's, that was in the back of their head. Well, <laughs> well making that this film, the worst thing that happens. You know, obviously these films are being influenced by Star Wars. That was my point. Uh, this like is like eighty nine. Yeah, so in nineteen eighty nine. Because I mean, later, even yeah. watching this now, I'm like, I don't Last see Star people Wars was making. Well, yeah, but Star Wars was seventy three. Return of the Jedi. Jedi so. I don't see anybody making this type of movie now, but back in 1989, the Star Wars thing was still fresh enough that they yeah. were like, you know, there was still a market for this kind of, I mean, we're going to make a thing that takes place in space, and there's going to be, you know, aliens everywhere, which you really don't see now. I mean, even like the new Star Trek movies kind of downplay that, but that's the only thing yeah. that is like that, where like, yeah. You know, people are going because I mean, like the Riddick movies, all the other people are humans. You know, yeah. there's no like we're living here and there's all these different alien species. And the oh. idea that this doesn't just follow the whole like, 
oh, they're all anthropomorphic aliens. No, these things look different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can see how a human can be in the suit, you know, right. or it's got yeah, fucking yeah. two arms, yeah. two legs. But still, they don't just match like it's an ugly looking human. But right. they, you know, they, they look anatomically they different. Never like, describe that looks insectoid, that looks reptilian. The only yeah. planet they actually talk about in this whole movie is Earth. Earth and uh, uh, Shorty, who's like the Mickey sort of character that trains uh, Steve Armstrong after he like owes him a debt of saving his life in the uh, in the Space Hardies or the cafe or whatever. The Space Hardies. It looks like a Space Hardies to me. Like, yes. gotta, Are they serving sure sushi? They're serving sushi. I don't know sushi. what the fuck. This is. It's like <laughs> egg, eggs and coffee. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Space the, eggs and coffee. The fish man shows up. He's like, hey, last time I saw someone like you, you're on a hook. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how Steve Armstrong gets into this whole thing. Is like, uh, like a, a weird fish guy uh, gets into it with Shorty, the 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 bar man or the uh, the, the the cafe manager. Steve Armstrong kicks his ass. Steve Armstrong, who, who's our fucking blonde, heroic, like Flash Gordon looking. He, he almost he looks like Christopher fresh. fucking Reeves, man. Ah, there we go. I got half a, dude, half a fucking chubby. Just the idea that he could have played. Half. This guy could have played Superman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he didn't wear the S, okay? You only get the full on chub if you wear the S. Okay, you only got. The full money. Yeah, you, you only get, get that with the S. Only Gerard, yeah. Christopher, George Reeves, Alec, or. <laughs> Ass yeah. in the curl in the oh. <laughs> So, uh... <laughs> oh, oh, it's, it's a little... Trust me. So, uh, so, so, so Steve Armstrong kicks this fish guy's ass, and it turns out that this fish guy was, like, the prospect that, uh, the... Claudia Christensen. From Babylon... Babylon 5. Babylon 5. It, it was her she's prospect. A man, she's a manager. She's a manager. A boxing manager. It was her prospect. So they're like, well, they just go to kick his ass first. Yeah, initially. but because he beat the the other guy's ass, he's like, wow, he can actually fight. We need to get him. We haven't ring. had a fucking human that good in the ring for 50 years. And I like how, even though, like, in the underground, because, I mean, I like that how when, when Shorty's taking the dude to his apartment, Steve, to his apartment, I like how they kind of, it feels like they keep going into the underground, deeper, deeper like, the satellite or to whatever the fucking, is, yeah. like, like in the, in the, the, the viaducts of yeah. the fucking space station. You I know? live in an yeah. air vent. They're like, Come in on, the, shack up yeah, with me. that's yeah. the poor, if you're living in a space station, the poor zone is like in the yeah. viaducts. Yeah. And, uh, All right, but now, okay, help me out. Cause, I Why mean, was Brain Dude robbing that dude's place? Because he didn't see, like, super pissed off the Brain Dude was in there. Well, Brain's brain scam was Shorty, is what it seemed like. And then when Shorty didn't want to keep up with the scams, Brain is the one that sounded like Goblin. Skull. 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 He looks like the one that I thought that that makeup looked exactly like the guys from the last Starfighter who were you remember the ones who with the the thing came down. You guys see those guys die. Those guys. Those those guys' skin almost looked like that. that, Except they weren't wearing the helmet. Their skin almost looked like a tree trunk. That's no. He looks more like. I mean, he almost looks like. Ten minutes ago, yeah, like almost like a yellow skin, almost yeah, like lighting. one of the witches from Evil sick. Dead. Okay. Yeah, he looked like a witch. Or Army of Darkness. Anyway, because yeah. okay, so there's a there's a mobster. This is why I like without bringing. Oh, up this is what guy. I was going to. There's ask a you mobster okay. named Rogor, right? Like played Galdicott. by yeah, he played Galdicott in Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. No, I am. The actor's name? Uh, Mark. A guy. That dude. So Rogor. <laughs> So he's like the the space like mafia dude. He's the Don on the space. Well, it's funny you say Don because to me he struck me as the space Don King. Oh, he, wow. he did what had to be yeah, done for sure in yeah, boxing. He, uh, yeah, he wanted to make sure to have the best fighters yep. with uh, whatever. So when uh, like as soon as uh, oh uh, I get it. Uh, Jesus Christ. So Steve Armstrong, like like the shorty guys, like ah, oh, you saved my life at the bar. I owe you a Greta Data, too. That's what us Nebulonians, whatever the fuck they call them, Nebulons or whatever. Like, we owe you that. So, uh, so, but he's like, I can't do you any favors because I owe this Rogor guy or whatever the fuck. Rogor, yeah. <laughs> we owe this guy like $18,000. So that's Krugers. when Steve Armstrong. Krugers. Krugers, yeah, 18,000 Krugers. Yeah. So that's when Steve Armstrong's like, fuck it, fine, I'll fight for you, because we need to pay this guy off. So 
So this guy Jesus can Christ, get us. You a, remember this movie better than I do. That's because I see. I, I've been watching this movie since <laughs> I was like. <laughs> He's remembering it better than I. I've been watching it since <laughs> I was twelve. So this this yeah. this is residual memory, not mm. based on tonight's Tonight. viewing. Because uh, full disclosure, we're doing two in a row for. I'm <laughs> uh, uh, keeping the illusion alive. Hey. We're keeping uh, the illusion alive, but still, these guys are really not anymore. And we're really drunk yeah, right now. Really like, <laughs> they, were, they were super drunk. Full disclosure. Well, this Why is they the seem so tired? Trav, Travis said the movie would be better if you had a few Indians. So it's, we made helped. sure we had we, plenty. Yeah, yeah we I'm had just, plenty. By the way, so now you guys it's like I'm sitting there watching it, going like, okay, you got to fucking remember. Like oh, wait 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 who is this guy? Who, I was what was happening? We would be able to keep that secret. <laughs> I, was, I, was I just wanted to be longer than the show. But <laughs> I just want, like I said, okay, I, so I wait, believe in full disclosure. Well, the thing that I remember from the movie that I just watched, and, and I'm having trouble, but I remember that uh, uh, Rogor had a girlfriend who had a dress. Her name was boob Jade. Window. Jade. Jade, a hot blonde who had a boob window. Boob right window. We and don't know her wait, name. Wait, 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 wait. I just said her name is Jade. Jade. Oh, I thought her name was Boobwood. He just oh, no, that's what he we expunged that data from B-W. his mind it's like within 10 seconds. But <laughs> at some point, okay, help me out. At some point, uh, I want to say boob. Shorty and Armstrong go to a bar. And Shorty, they go to like a, a, a like a speakeasy. It's like a gambling, an illegal gambling right, bar. They right, because they got That's either. ran by the Don guy. Right. right. Yeah. And so we can only imagine that's the 18,000 crew, 18, Kruger that Shorty owes to Rogor. Okay. It's because they gamble. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. And Shorty puts money in the jukebox, and this holographic it's woman appears. holographic. Now, yeah. you're telling me, you're telling me that the holographic woman who sings this it's wretched, Jade. wretched song and yes. can't dance to save her life. Because it's the actress, that's, it's the actress <laughs> yeah. that actually sings those songs. They, they did not the hire the they costume. Did, they couldn't. They, they did not singer. hire an extra singer. They actually, had the wait, actress. And it's, yeah. like, it's coming it's back to me. It's, it's coming back to me that she may have had another singing uh, performance later in the movie. She did. Yeah. She, oh, had two, yeah. she had one live. Yeah. She had a hologram one that he listened to. Because obviously on the space station, it's wretched. You guys escaped for a smoke break, and me and Travis saw it, and I said, oh my God, I said, is that Jane? He goes, yeah, 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 that's her. That's her. Music Uh, credits. Well, that's uh, one of those things, like, I mean, right now, like, hey, let's one of us produce a musical single with our main actress. It's going to sound exactly What what Travis just said, too, is, and what you said a couple times during (laughs) the movie, and I think is right, (laughs) if we made this movie, we'd be proud of it. It, really, it's something you yeah. cut your teeth on. This is right. what this Give movie is. For, yeah. You know what it was. Yeah, it's shitty. But if you made it, you'd be like, "It is no Star would Crash." Would you look sir. at that? Are you sure? No Star Crash. I don't think. No, it, I think it, Star I think Crash close. achieved like a level of absurdity that uh, this one tried to take it too. It was serious. more grounded. No, it, I don't know. No, I think it, it was just more doesn't grounded. have a variety. They tried to be of, more like, epic. That, yeah, uh, well, Star Crash had. Yeah, because well, they like, tried to be. Fuck. But it did. I mean, but I see it's the like thing close. is what, what I what I, what what I appreciate it's, about this movie is it, it's a sci-fi box space boxing, but. Like to me, it achieved what it needed to achieve. It, yeah, it had a montage. Okay, okay. Jesus well, montage, it was a sports movie. It, okay, it, it, it's a sports movie, so it had it's it an had underdog the, film. It had underdog, the, it underdog had the, fighters. Humans have not won in the. It had the it had the montage years, of him man. rising up in the ranks, and I like how they showed the guy who was the yeah. old. Golden yeah. champion, like that's the last human to win. It His had a training Steve McGruger. sequence. I don't know his well, he had to be 107 then because we haven't won in 50 it had years. Requ- so. it, it, he was 78. Training <laughs> sequence. Okay, right. it had him. You know, it had a full fight where he lost. Wait, so are you saying that this is a cliche, really formulaic it, it definitely sports is. movie? It definitely huh? is. It is. But <laughs> what I like about That's it. what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I like all, it though. All he needed was rocks in a net. Pulling up, yeah. I'm telling you, I like how because I mean, really, okay, like, I mean, in a fucking nutshell, I like how I mean, yeah, it's a it's a 97 fucking minute movie, but really, all that happens is like, okay, dude owes money, guy makes money by by signing up with the boxing uh, uh, management, uh, they start winning a bunch of fights, then uh, Rogor the uh, the the mafia, mafia guy, guy the right. mafia don he's like I'll get my singer girlfriend to seduce him and like, which and that's what I like right I mean that's every 
kids wish from the movies is like this hot girl's gonna want his fucking nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's what happens. The girl wants, but then she like slips him up. But it's Mickey. PG. But it's, it's PG. PG yeah. Which I mean, so she gets his sheet. Yeah, 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 yeah. She gets aluminum foil, little shiny shiny little aluminum silver foil, sheets. silver yeah. aluminum foil, <laughs> yeah. shiny, it's like shiny. Superman too. Yeah, we get back and it's, like, it's like that blanket it. that they give you if you survive like a fire. Yeah, or exactly. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, right? uh, it's actually well, a thing no, that's but not real. that though, because the one those are a lot thinner. Mm. You know, those seem more like a thinner. Like those are like I want to get fucking, fucking sheets. I don't those know. Are goddamn those are silver sheets. It's from the silver. They look like they're silk silver sheets that I kind of want to get. So she like slips him. I'm just gonna walk away from that. So she slips him a Mickey, right? Is she supposed to drug him? But I don't know what. Obviously, uh, whatever. She didn't kill him. It, it before, drugged him. It fucked him it up. Was bad. Before her, yeah, before yeah. his match with Horn. Yeah, before yeah. Horn, the, the big, main contender, yeah, the, the Apollo Creed of this. The movie. Apollo Creed. <laughs> this is a formulaic boxing, but, but, but I, I, it does it well, though. It's formulaic, but I think it does it well. I, so I, yeah, got, I, I agree. When with I was you. a kid, Rocky was one of the first movies I fucking grew up with, and just the way they actually dramatized the. Boxing. This is sci-fi not, Rocky. I'm not interested in sports, but the way Rocky dramatizes boxing, I think these guys do a fucking okay job. Yeah, it's, at it's okay. It's sci-fi Rocky. Yeah, they it, get up there works. really close when he's fighting Sloth, the big cricket yeah. guy. You feel that fight? Yeah. Maybe more. I mean, maybe that's the weak part of this movie. Is you feel the Sloth fight a little bit more than the Horn fight? Yeah, is that your main agree. focus? Yeah, yeah. But you feel that sloth. And this is like MMA. It's like MMA fighting, too, because there's yeah. kicking. Yeah, it's and, kick yeah, and, they, and they get knocked out of the ring, which is a little karate kid for me. I can't, in fact, I made yeah, a joke sumo. about Mr. Miyagi going to show Because they knock him out of the ring, and that counts as a point. So well, it's almost like martial arts. Well, yeah, but yeah. this is the other thing. Okay, so, I mean, for our listeners, I mean, we're, we're characterizing it as a boxing for movie. And there listeners. is boxing in it. But I want to say there's maybe... Three matches in the whole movie. Yeah, well, there's a montage yeah, where he makes a montage. Yeah, how many? How many he fights are there? Three fights. I don't know. At least three. At least three, at least three, three monsters. Three, yeah. I mean, that's what this movie is. You watch this movie for the monsters. Oh, that's a cool monster. Yeah, look at that monster. Imagine yeah. what he looks like. You watch this movie yeah. for the space. No, the it's character too. character design is this movie. I'm sorry, it's a creature feature, 100. percent mm. I gotta agree. It yeah. is very much a creature well, feature. But I will say, during the training montage, I felt like Rocky Three. Where, where Mickey goes, you've been fighting a bunch of tomato cans. Because these guys were all smaller than him. He's like, flip Cause you can't win. win. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you can't win. Yeah. I, I mean, the. the <laughs> pro- you want me to say it? I'm scared, right? All right, I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> the, problem that I, the problem that I had, the problem that I thought that the montage was kind of weak, the, the music was kind of There was the, no survivor. The, 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 the music was weak because it was Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Richard Band. I swear to God, Richard Band has the most memorable, hor- memorable horror music since John Carpenter. I'm sorry. Oh shit! I, I'm oh, sorry. I, I have to say, at least, at all. least to me, at least to me. Uh, what's his most Puppet memorable Master. score? Puppet oh. Master. So you'd say better than Goblin? I remember they ripped off Psycho for reanimator the ripoff. Yeah, which he's like, oh, it's more of an almond. It's hey, you ripped it off. When you say that's fancy. But I think Puppet Master, at least to me, I mean, oh, yeah, I know that music. Oh, I, I get it. There's tubular bells. Yeah, okay, you know, I got you. But the puppet master music's pretty yeah, memorable. I can hear it now. It's pretty mind. memorable. One it's very synthesizer yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry, but uh, so <laughs> real quick, favorite uh, horror movie uh, music? Halloween, John Carpenter. Bam. Me too. Big Tiger. Uh, I'm going with I'm going with Henry Mancini's fucking Friday Thirteenth, dude. That is classic, dude. Well, that's no, that's that's Psycho. That was Psycho. Bump 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 bump. Yeah, that's Bernard. Who are we talking about? Mancini was the Pink Panther. Manfredini. Oh, Manfredini. Manfredini's Friday Thirteenth. I'm sorry. Answer the question. Favorite horror. I mean, now you said Halloween. I gotta say, you gotta go Halloween. Even though that we know Halloween such a better. Halloween came from Goblin's Deep Red. We we did realize that. Actually, watching. 
this is so far off the fucking subject. That's Watching right. the Halloween 2 uh, commentary time. really puts fucking Carpenter down a notch. It does. Just yeah, I'm sorry. Don't watch it. Listen. Well, okay, wait, but this movie. <laughs> we gotta talk about it. Right? Yeah. What's so, Tom's, Reno, Tom's so okay. Wait, Tom's wait, favorite let, horror let, movie let score. Horror movie music. Oh, Do you remember? Uh, you know, probably. Uh, probably Suspiria. Oh, nice. it's just, it's so loud. Like Goblin, like Goblin. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, good answer. But it's good, but yeah, it's loud and like right in your face. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's one that I kind of, I mean, like that and Psycho goblin. are probably the only. Two oh, Psycho's really, the greatest. Like, Psycho's good. They really like oh. stand out in my mind. Well, the Elm Street music. Or Dream Warriors. Into that, yeah. into that. So John Carpenter says, "Suck it raw." But like I said, but like he said, dude, you should listen to Deep Red. It sounds like John Carpenter just took the Deep Red and just put a few extra notes on it. Yeah, it's well, the same fucking that. thing. That could very well be. Yeah, but I, I would go Halloween. Then I would go Nightmare. Then I would go Friday. So yeah, this movie doesn't have great music, <laughs> but uh, it has terrible music. Actually, <laughs> is that good music? It does. No, it, it, has, does it, has, it has really like eighty-nine, eight, uh, late eighties era. But Richard, he was Richard Brand. Was, he was learning. He was learning. <laughs> Again, again, you could actually get you could actually get Full Moon puts out. Uh, I want to say there's two volumes. Does he do subspecies? Of Richard Band? No, subspecies was a uh, what's this? I'm, it feels like Richard Band did a lot of the Charles Richard Band, Band did a lot of the Full Moon. Well, I also yeah. have the Killjoy trilogy. Kill, yes. Oh shit, that's yeah. gotta be Richard Band. And I'm bringing that in one day for this. Just think, did he do say- Metal Storm? Because Charles Band produced this movie. It was a 3D movie in 1983. It came right after Jaws 3D. It had, the, it had Mac Alberg, the cinematographer on this, did uh, Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jared's. What? And I want to say, it was directed by Charles Band. I bet you it had music by Charles Band. I'm Dude, betting it. I'm betting I have right a fucking scene. Metal Storm, Metal Storm by Charles is, Band. Is that a mech movie? No. No, but he oh. did one of those. It was called Robot Jocks. He Robot did Robot Jocks. Jocks. Yeah, he Robot produced Jocks. it. Stuart I got to tell you what. I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I grew up in Germany. Robot Jocks was the first toy line I fucking hit on. There <laughs> like, was toys for that? Oh, yeah. That's what it came from. It was a toy line, then a movie. Get the fuck Robot out of Jocks here. was a toy line, then a fucking movie. Oh, Robot a Mac, Jocks a Mac is a movie. fucking man. Robot Jocks, they, the were, future, they, were, they were all like... They societies were all, settled their differences instead of going to war. Fight. The they Robot go, Jocks go, toys were all like yeah. wind up. Kind of like Real Steel? Okay, thank you. No, I want to thank Tom for bringing up Real Steel. Okay, the reason I want him to bring up Real Steel... Well, because... Okay, Real Steel... Real Steel... It's actually based on my fucking one of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes. There's a oh, episode called Steel, called Steel mm-hmm. which is based on a, a novel or a short story by uh, Rich, oh, shit, uh, Richard. Richard Bl- is it Richard Block? Robert Block. Robert. Oh shit. Author Psycho. Robert Block. Who no, it's not. Who who wrote the short story Steel? Captain uh, Google, it's anybody? Not, it's not, if it's not Robert Bond, Okay, so, uh, oh, so, hold on. So, Richard, so, the, hold on. so this Twilight, guys, so this Twilight Zone episode, Steel, I mean, this is why this movie really fascinates Matheson. me. Matheson. Richard Matheson. Richard Matheson. Richard Matheson. A great writer of a lot of Twilight Zone episodes. Yep. So this Twilight Zone episode is about, uh, in the future, where men only fight with robots. And this like poor down and out group of fighters, they only got like a like a like a second or third series robot when everybody's already fighting like tenth or eleventh or whatever the fuck, you know, they're already way advanced. So their robot like shits out during like like they need this fucking money. And the manager of the robot used to be a human fighter back in the fucking day. So he's like, God damn it, we need this fucking money. I'm going to pretend to be a robot, and I'm going to fight this fucking machine. It's like a classic fucking John Henry story, right? But Real Steel, the shitty fucking, like, modern-day remake with John uh, or Hugh Hugh Jackman, Jackman. just fucked that whole idea up. But that original Twilight Zone episode does actually lead to one of the reasons why... Lee Marvin in it? The original? Yeah, Lee Marvin. Yeah, for sure, man. That original episode is a fucking classic of American television, man. Classic. 
just because it's that whole man against. I like that. That's what I like. I like the man human against humans against the universe. Robots I mean, fighting monsters. But even yeah, exactly. It would just. I mean, even beyond the robots and just humans, us against the the galaxy, right? Because I mean, this is really if you want to like bring it down to mankind's uh, 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 a continual uh, like fight to explore the further expanses of the universe whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, this is just boxing, it's blah, 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 blah. But to me, it is a metaphor for that whole idea of it's 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 the human ingenuity versus the technology we've already fucking created and, like, what we can, oh, you know... The human spirit, the drive, you know... But the end of this movie really, yeah. really emphasizes that point because, like, at the end, they, they mix, they mess up the handicap the modifier. handicap that yeah. keeps and the, at the uh, very you know, end they destroy the, the handicap the hand so there's no handicap on the human there's no handicap on horn and because there's no handicap the human's able to beat horn well they they try to make it weaker because i mean i yeah, think horn horn would be stronger without right. the handicap so he would, but he he's a cy- he's half they, a cybernetic. Yeah, but being. when they kill the handicapped beams, uh, Armstrong is able to beat Horn because as he, they are. But you is know, that well, without? I, I was going to say, is that because Horn's already tired out? He's tuckered from already uh, being able to fight as a, at knows. his full strength. So he's well, trying to fucking beat the shit out of Steve Armstrong. Are we really seeing a true contest? No. But no. we are. We are. Because with the handicap equals it out between species. Like right now, okay, I, you know, I, I'm like 170 or 180 something versus like, you know, one of you two are like two something, right? Gee, what the... I'm two, just I'm 257. Oh, 257. Come on, Colin, don't lie. <laughs> so I'm just saying the idea that, you know, regardless of strength, right. there's always it's a weight. Level. Weight always will overpower, yeah. no matter what. Weight right. will. So I like, I, I love that idea, actually, that, that some fucking weird, strong alien will have a handicap beam that will somehow equal out the strength of a weaker alien. This is why I think this movie's like. I like this movie because this movie doesn't sit you down like a dumb fuck and like really sit there and explain that hey, this is what the handicap does. Right. Do, 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 do. You're supposed to fucking watch the movie and you get it. You know, it's like there's a red beam on one contender or a blue beam on the other contender. Yeah, and I love how in the close-ups they're never there. <laughs> they're, they're there lightly. You see the blue more than the red. I did in like the when you see two contestants there, yeah. together, you could see the red and blue mixing. I did like that part. Yeah. So... Yeah, but but by the time they got to the close-ups, they were like, fuck it, we're just not going to do it. Well, yeah, they probably didn't want the blue, the red, just to be so yeah. overpowered. Like, yeah. Well, like, I don't know, this movie's always captured my imagination. It's, uh, it's not like, like I said, it's more like, it's more like a fascinating TV episode, right? If this was like 45 minutes, you can cut this down. Yeah, like but, but that's what I'm saying. This has been done, I, probably after, because we looked up, I mean, two of the actors from this are in... Star Trek TV series. Mm-hmm. One of the actresses yeah. is in yeah, Babylon 5. Five. So, like, both of those shows, I'm sure at some point did this exact story. But still, it's, it's more the Rocky. I mean, this movie to me feels more like Rocky than it feels like any sci fi movie. No, but movie just what you're right. saying, it's more like the this is, it's, aspect. It's a sports movie. You know, it, it, it like, it, I've seen this done cheaper. You know, like on where they only had to do it. You know, they had like a week. Basically, every TV show shoots well, for like a week. Is that always the Spock and sh- the Spock and Kirk fight? Right? Oh, that yeah, was there's that what one too. Is? No, bah, 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 I want to say bah, the bah, one bah, bah, from Voyager was like they had whoever it was, it was had to fight. It was the Rock had a special Dwayne guest. Johnson? Yeah, had a special guest appearance as the Chicote? thing. It was either Chicote or, or uh, Seven of Nine. They put I'd her seven nine in the ring with. Fine, you know, with the move. rock, and it was like the same thing, or they like they were abducted. You know, somebody was abducted, put in this thing, and they were like, "You have to fight." You, have to you know, fight. 
Oh, and space be better. That's fighter. just like uh, that's just a classic sci-fi. Yeah, it's yeah. In every classic. Yeah, I'm sure. That, you, but that's why. Yeah. But like I said, I feel more the Rocky inspiration to this. Than well, I, I never do any of the other sci-fi. Yeah, because sort this of is like blowing fighting. it out into like a feature, so you could take a little more time. And we're saying a little more time. Yeah, just the, it's, you get a montage. You got a training you sequence. Love this you fucking montage. He Jesus does Christ, love the Every montage. time you open he your mouth, Tom, you say montage, montage. Hey, we're talking about sports. It has a montage every time. Jesus Christ. But so yeah. this is a plus in your category. It has the montage. Yeah. It's like it's four star. Yeah. You know what's so interesting though, and I think that you guys are all touching on it right now, is Wait, got a montage. What? If if <laughs> no, we're done with the Cronenberger, the uh okay. Okay. Just making sure. the Cronenberger. Now that we know we're doing two shows in one night. Cronenberger. Cronenbergers along with Mark Wahlbergers. Yeah, because oh someone sniffed on us. We're doing two shows Cronenbergers and Wahlbergers. <laughs> and Bob's yes. Burgers. Yes. Yeah. But no, that, okay. Thank you, Gary, because that's touching my point. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, okay. The idea that if you, if you put this on Adult Swim today... And spread it out over like fifteen minute episodes for twelve episodes. It'd be genius. Like, yeah, people would watch this. Uh, I mean, there is wait, 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 wait. Are you saying just taking the this movie, take, cutting take, it up, yeah, or redoing yeah. it? No, in some or redoing no. it? Well, no, no, it's no. like a children's hospital kind of thing. Saying it's just no, I totally take, see what you're saying. No, for sure. I, I'm saying don't change. Like, split it, it up like YouTube. Yeah. Like, like, don't do not change a thing. Don't reproduce it. Just put this movie out in twelve episodes for fifteen F- minutes. Fifteen minute segments. Yeah, that much time. Yeah, ninety-seven minutes. I'm sure they could figure it out <laughs> with commercials. So that we what six six segments, ninety-seven yeah. minutes, fifteen minute episodes. All right, well then put it out for six episodes. But I mean, people would watch it, it today. Would. Yeah, I was even thinking, I was like, dude, if you would like. I mean, just do a fucking comic book about this. If if you really animated all these ideas out to like, I mean, yeah, the the costumes are great. The are the alien costumes are great. But if you really thought out the backgrounds, I was like, I really think this is an interesting story. I just do. I mean, well, I, I think it's not. It's not. It's not like completely like. It's not a complex story. I don't think but it's I think an it's, interesting story. It's I think fun. It's, it's fun. A, a guy, a guy, a guy starts boxing, and then the the dawn, the evil gangster gets his girlfriend. So yeah. What's the, the, the guy? It's your Exactly. Well, yeah, the James Marshall gladiator yep. with Cuba Gooding Jr. I mean, but in this case, I mean, if you were to look at this like critically, there is like very little character development. I mean, like nobody's. Doing he's anything. a hero. Yeah, he's yeah. like this guy is a hero because he he's a like blonde, first you know, blonde, square chin, uh, yeah, muscle bound hero. That's, that's all you need, like, though. Well, I got, okay, I'm, I'm saying that that's fine for exploitation, which is basically I mean, what this was. This is this is before. Uh, this may have played theatrically somewhere no before way. Like, <laughs> no, no, you don't think I don't so? Believe it. In the '80s, this stuff actually so. happened. Today, the town of Dreaded Sundown goes direct to fucking video. Well, that's but in the '80s, I think this stuff actually played like no. in the new yeah. Beverly there's Cinema. Not in, even a, in California. But there's, not a, there's not a. Well, I mean, I guess this isn't necessarily a way to prove of it, but it's like there's not a 16 by 9 version. There's a, there's only the TV version. Right, this is a video version. Like, yeah, that's a, the other thing. We have the Shout Factory apparently put this out. Is this Shout? Oh, yeah. 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 On, uh, it's like the, the like Shout a, Factory does this. Like I've gotten like some of the, uh, whatever, the they have like the Chupac. Kung Fu Marathon, yeah. which is like a bunch of Kung Fu movies. This is the sci-fi marathon, so sci-fi. it's a bunch of these '80s, you know, oh, yeah. sci-fi things, and they just go to the whatever the mat the, the VHS master was, and I do want probably like a beta tape, but I do want to run like, it off and like here it is on DVD, boom. I want everybody to know though how fucking thrilled I am that this came out on DVD. This is one of those movies that I tracked like, down the VHS version. I can't this on, it is it is the VHS version, but it doesn't matter. I'm just DVD. happy. That it came out. There's so many movies, Forgotten Time, that slips into okay, the cracks. Yeah. 
I am fucking ecstatic that this one at least came out in a digital form. This movie it smells like it slipped in. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that might bring us around to wrap ups, I think, before we get we could, ahead yeah, of ourselves. We could do wrap-ups like, uh, I, we actually got more mileage out of it than I thought we would. This is that separation. It's like, you know what? You want to be a fucking cinemaphile, whatever. Hey, go do that. You want to just like movies? Just you want like a movie movies? about space boxing? Space boxing? You got it! Dude, I got a movie to recommend to you, Tom. <laughs> it's called Space Truckers. You should look <laughs> with, it up. With Dennis Hopper. With Dennis what? Hopper. Does it have up. a montage? Well, it's not a sports movie. It's not a sports movie. You only need a sport you only need okay, well, I will dunks, tell you so watch Gladiator what's, what's his name Marshall what's his James Marshall James Marshall from Twin Peaks. Jr. that's a hell of a montage Marshall. hell of a montage in that movie you got the right name I don't know there was Whatever, two it's Gladiator it's called Gladiator it's called Gladiator I know there's an, another there's another boxing movie called space? Arena with, I think it's about women's boxing that's, uh, that's well it's it's, uh, it's Pam Greer it's the 70s I think if we're talking about the same one where she's for, it's like in some like in the Philippines or something they're forced isn't all fight. of her and Sid Haig's movies in that era yeah, in the Philippines? Yeah, I, yeah. I think there's another arena about women's boxing. We'd have to look it up. And there's also a Western club. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, wrap, so we wrap wrapped it up. up arena. Short episode. Hold Holy on. crap. But we Brent. comfortable for this. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. This is going to be a long one. Here we go. Here we go. We're diving in. I appreciate, Tom, all of your... Uh... <laughs> Oh my god! You're, you're starting. It's alive. I wonder if the <laughs> microphone picked that up. Uh, I always have to call these out. My stomach just made a uh, questionable sound, uh, <laughs> and we fed him tonight. He's about to go to the bathroom. He's gonna have to make this a quick <laughs> What you fed me is about to come up. Oh, stay, stay tuned for more. No, uh, stay tuned. <laughs> gonna go. Tom, uh, I appreciate all of your. I, I like that you understand and you enjoy the stereotelling tropes of these types of films. Um, and I, I also enjoy, I saw this, I watching this film tonight, I saw it as uh, the people that made Arena saw Rocky and they saw Star Wars. And I'm guessing it was the studio that decided to mash the two together in some sort it was of... all Charles Bain, baby. All, they're looking for a sales. Char- yeah, well, yeah. exactly. Here's the poster. Char- now go make the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. yeah. Thank you, Colin. That's they're that like about the depth of it. They're like, hey, we got this poster. We got this guy. We got this girl. We got this look. Let's oh, go do it. It, oh, what the? <laughs> that is that's a hero. You're a freaking hero. We got this guy, we got this girl. I see the girl with the boob window, and he's like, oh, this the guy. guy. Dude, what? It's because I I look up to I look up to yeah, a more go. He's a leader. He's I a mean, leader. It's not anything to do with sexuality. He's a leader. He showed mankind he that they can win. Out. They can win in the intergalactic boxing. <laughs> Finish <laughs> Okay, well. <laughs> I think that this movie should have been called Star Rocky, maybe? Star Rocky. Star Rocky. Rocky, Star. Star. Rocky Wars. Star Rocky. Rocky Starring Wars. Rocky. But... <laughs> I think okay. that uh, it does have its its charm uh, uh, about it. Like definitely the characters, the the uh, monsters that we see in it, the creatures. It is a creature feature, and you are delivered. You are paid off like in spades for that. I mean the the whole like the what is it skull 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 or in sloth skull and sloth sloth is the one I'm thinking sloth, of. The big like cricket. Hopper. Yeah. yeah. It's like a big cricket. It's amazing. I mean, I don't know how many people are working this thing, but it's it's incredible. It's almost a right? shame there's not like a special feature or a commentary just there, to talk a little bit about it. Just to be like, fuck, what the hell? There like, needs to be something. Yeah, there should be something. It, it's really good, and I think that um, if you've come this, you know, we're in our second year. If you come <laughs> come this far with us. Uh, I would recommend to you, our loyal viewers, listen, listeners, to 
to, to watch this movie uh, and then don't send me any hate mail. <laughs> it's coming. It's, it's coming. It's with, a, it's with a heavy heart that I recommend this, but if you know me at all, I recommend a lot of stuff. Woo! And I think that uh, like you should check it out, but do it with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, and, and a lot of alcohol. And a lot of alcohol. <laughs> Maybe some friends. Yeah, that yeah. helps. <laughs> yeah. Tom, would you do? Uh, well, I mean, Travis, like, sold me on this movie when he said space boxing. I mean, I was like, fuck space boxing? Hell yeah. Rocky in space. Um, it also helped that I was, like, fully lit when I watched this movie. It does. Um, <laughs> we could actually light you on fire right I mean, now. <laughs> I was, fuck. Wow, I was, like, good and, good and drunk when I watched this movie, and, uh... We were having a blast. We were just kind of just ripping into it and kind of... We were having fun. And, uh, I mean, I, I like the I like the monster designs. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's just... It's rocky in space. I mean, it has, like... It has it has it has a montage. It has a train. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I knew what's coming. <laughs> you gotta say the montage again, you know, because you gotta have a montage. Oh, you gotta yeah. have a montage. <laughs> Team, Team America, for those of you who aren't, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's it, it's got it's got a fight where he loses. It's got a fight where he wins, and, and uh, it, it's rocky in space. It's a fun time. It could be set in the Star Wars universe. It's something that it's just like a little side thing, and just a little piece, you know. Um, I enjoyed it, and uh, I recommend it. Uh, you might want to be drunk. You might be drunk when you watch it, but uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I recommend it. Mm. Okay. Uh, Alright, I'm going to say you definitely better be drunk when you watch it. Uh, I would like to say I equate this movie to a gift from grandma or a baby diaper. You're not sure what's in it, but you're pretty sure you're not going to like it. So, so, that being said, there are great creature designs. There's some fun parts to it. Again, we all sat around with a couple drinks and just laughing, having some fun with it. That, that You can have fun with it in that, that area. If you're looking for a well-acted, great movie, no, uh, it, it didn't hit it with me. I'd never seen it until tonight. And again, I'm glad because I didn't waste 97 minutes of my life until tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Normally, I'm right there with you, buddy, but this is just one of those I just... I didn't, I didn't see a lot of point to it. There were some cool fights. Other than that, they're just the, it kind of wandered around. I didn't really see what... Other than normal things you see in every other space or boxing movie. And again, but like Travis said, and I think this is a really good point. If we made this movie, we'd be proud of it. You know, well, you guys, I don't make movies. I stand around the street corners <laughs> talking on phones. But, <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, but if you guys made it, though, seriously, this is the kind of thing you cut your teeth on. It, it's not a, a horrible movie. I, I can't, with a good conscience, recommend it. I don't hate it, but but I can't recommend it. And that's about it for me. Damn, Gary burned me. <laughs> I got one for Brett. Gary burned me. <laughs> Wait, you got one from Tom. Hey, Tom, yeah. Well, I knew I had you. You were you. He was in, like, as soon as you said what the concept was. Space. It's Boxing. a montage. Win. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> With a montage. Does it have a montage in it? Yes, it does. Sold. <laughs> Sports montage? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, so as we've described, the conditions under which this movie was observed was under uh, extreme, uh, you know. Rest. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I remember, even while I was watching, you know, we turned the lights down and we're watching this movie, we're yakking the whole way through it, not vomiting. We're just talking amongst ourselves the entire way through <laughs> yeah, it. And, uh, you know, so I was <sighs> like, wait, at some point here, I actually have to pay attention to what's happening so <laughs> no, I can don't. talk about this later and be like, this character's name was what? And they're doing who? And how did this happen? <laughs> you know, or, you know, and, uh, 
So, I mean, I guess, you know, as we're putting it together, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that scene. I remember this scene. So, you know, I, I'm more, I feel a little more alert now than I did when I was watching the movie. <laughs> While I was watching it, I had a good time, right? It was fun to, you know, but this is, again, drunk, hanging out with your buddies, <laughs> watching this movie, not really this paying attention to it. This is like, me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this is it, because this is the way I enjoyed Girlfriend from Hell and didn't enjoy some of your other ones. It's like, you got to hit me like at the exact right thing. This one did. It'll be 11 o'clock, a few, a few yeah. minutes in. It's daylight savings time. Yeah. That's what threw you off. I, got, I always got to be the second pick. That's what I said. Always, <laughs> <laughs> always the second. Well, so yeah, we, but I mean, it does. I mean, so like, <clears throat> it does have some legitimate qualities, which I think, you know, we need to actually, you know, uh, you. <laughs> talk about here, which is, or, you know, like highlight. Which is like I am surprised. I got to tell you, I am surprised by the artistry involved in the uh, the alien makeup effects right. and uh, design. It's like it they're better than the budget level of this movie would lead you to believe. You're like ah, Arena, whatever it's on, and fucking you know four disc blah. And then you look at it, and it's like, okay, you know, the set design's like, meh, and the <laughs> acting and the story is like, meh. But the aliens are like, when they show up, you're like. Oh, that's actually like a pretty decent <laughs> practical effect. You yeah. know, it's like that one's pretty good. Um, I mean, that's probably the only real. Well, that's where the budget uh, went. Yeah, I mean, that's the only real thing that you'd say. But you know, it it captured my attention, I guess, while I was watching it. While these things were on, so. I would give it a recommendation with an asterisk, which is basically like you know, again, like girlfriend from hell. Under the right circumstances, you can get a lot of mileage of uh, enjoyment out of this movie. But uh, otherwise, you know, uh, I think, you know, you're just to go look it up on YouTube because we're talking about it. And you're like, oh, I got to fucking watch this. You may be let down. But, you know, so again, recreate these circumstances. And I think you'll have a blast. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I everybody said the alien designs, and that's what this movie is, really. It's the alien. The alien designs capture your imagination. Just like, I mean, you can see them drawn like in a fucking comic book. You're just like, oh shit, it's like a weird lizard guy. It's like a, it's like a cyborg that spins around, and like, I mean, you can really just start to imagine like who these creatures are just through. I mean, and, and to me, that is the power of Star Wars. You see these weird creatures just sitting at a table, and you're like. Oh fuck! What's this guy's deal? You know, just how interesting they look makes you a little bit more intrigued than you'd be at any other, you know, for any other reason. You know, yeah, like this other movie, Night Breathing. Yeah, we yeah we were just uh, last week. I want to say <laughs> last week we were talking about oh, Night Breathing. Dead. You, no, I want to say it was last week. It was way ago last yeah, week. It was seven days ago. Yeah. So going to Galaxy Park. So I mean, it is the idea that that these character designs just intrigue you a little bit more. It's the, the idea that it's like, oh shit, what's this guy look like? What's his power? Uh, where does he come from? What's his... And this movie, this movie doesn't even give you that information, which maybe why it is the more intriguing, is because it just acts like, hey, here's another fighter. But this other fighter is like, what the fuck is this guy? He's like a, a frog and a... In a fucking cybernetic suit, he's like a grasshopper guy. He's like a what is this? Who's the sparring partner? Looks like a big armadillo. Well, you know, not, you can like risk pick of, out at the risk of not sending Tom off. That's how I felt in the montage. They showed some really cool, different kind of creatures. But yeah, you kind of wish like, oh shit, it could have been like a segment. Or I wonder if that segment wasn't good. That's why they put it in the montage. Or, but uh, when it comes to the story, I mean, yeah, I would say. I mean, I would say this matches up to almost any, like, television episode story. I mean, like, fuck watching TV. If you if you just want an hour and a half of, a, of an okay story and somewhat... I mean, watch this fucking movie, because it's, it's better than television. Or if not equal to. Because it doesn't, you know, I mean... Whoa. Well... Uh, you gotta qualify that. It's better than an episode I, oh, of I think it's better. Nine. I think, or I think, surely. I, I mean, yeah. most. I mean, I is think, it better than True Detective? Oh, uh, True Detective or? took eight episodes to to really come to a. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, that's. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying that this is, you know, 
if you're gonna watch if you're gonna watch something that's science fiction that is I, I love the idea you that you gotta scratch your space boxing itch watch this movie there you go I mean I, once again go. I love I love the idea that this I mean I want to say it was it was when uh, Titan AE came out. Remember that cartoon mm-hmm. Titan? Yep, yep. It was when that movie came out. I was like, when the why the fuck does every movie that has to do with space all we do is follow the prophesized one? And the that just seems so boring to me. All of a sudden, they're like, God. So you only matter in the universe if you're some fucking holy like prophesize fucking dude that's going to bring a balance to the universe and I don't buy that that's not most people's stories even though the space truckers exactly I mean even though I'm not even though space is I mean I just it doesn't always need to be the ultimate end all of every fucking situation for every movie so Mm. I still want to go to space and explore galaxies without it always having to be all oh, the ultimate good versus the ultimate yeah, evil. Sometimes it's just a mining colony and something. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. And you, and you do get that from individual episodes yeah. of, of fucking Stargate, Babylon 5, Star Trek, Firefly. But just the idea that they did this in 89, it's just like, dude, these guys, I mean, they were okay with, they found the drama and let's just have a fucking situation in space. I mean, the situation in itself might not be so great and, and, and grand, but if we put it behind fucking cyborgs and monsters and just like any other social commentary movie, yeah, your social commentary about civil rights might might not be so fucking interesting. Oh, but you make it about zombies and civil rights? Right. Oh, you found a little something. It's just a little something to get the entertainment and and. If anything, I mean, we don't fucking learn how to live through movies. So uh, entertainment is usually the top priority over over individual life fucking like <laughs> influence or whatever. So I think this is a, a fun movie. I mean, great, not by any chance, but just fun. I have a lot of fun with this movie. I think everybody can if they like space and boxing. <laughs> Montage. Close with every fucking sports okay. movie. So, those words. I believe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's uh, Arena on the Saturday Night Freak Show. If you want to drop us a line, we're at SaturdayNightFreakShow.com or sorry, Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Drop us a line there. We'll read it on the air. Uh, you can hear us on a bunch of places. iTunes, Stitcher, Castroller, Player FM, and more. And uh, next week, we're going to be back with Gary's pick. Gary, what are we going to watch? John Carpenter's They Live. Woo! Obey. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. Guess what? I'm I'm all out of bubblegum. Heck yeah. yeah. All right. So that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And until then... All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Should be a lot better if there was.